Hi. Hi, like everyone. Something song. Is that a song? Is that a commercial? I don't know what that is. Too young. Are you kidding me? Oh no. I want to be like Mike and Ike. Is that like the, the candy? Yes, it was a commercial. But what were they advertising? Interesting. Don't remember. Tonight we're doing <laughs> Air, the new 2023 movie about Nike and more specifically Air Jordan, the sneakers. Very popular sneaker brand. A lot of people have them. Still. They like them. I, I never, I've never been into shoes at all. I watched one documentary called, I think, Sneakerheads about like people oh, who just have, yeah. there's these people, they love them. They're, they're, they have hundreds of, of shoes that are yeah. worth, you know, they're like small batch collections and I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this world of, of shoes. Uh, I don't have a lot of shoes and, um, I know that people do like shoes, though, and it's really weird because this is like an okay thing for, you know, usually it's women who are like, you always think of, oh, people who have a lot of shoes, it's women. But when it comes to sneakers, totally dudes. Yeah, specifically basketball shoes. And I didn't know if basketball shoes was a big collectible underground thing before Air Jordans. Probably. I'm sure it wasn't. It didn't start it. But I mean, I know people now have like uh, so many people used to collect chucks they would you know like high tops and usually you would decide if you were a high top or low top person so converse would have all the different colors and you would collect those i like learning about the shoe market stuff i didn't uh, realize about any of that but uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves sunny vacaro sunny vacaro vacaro and nike pursue basketball rookie michael jordan creating a partnership that revolutionizes the world of sports and contemporary culture buried the lead because it's about michael jordan specifically not just air jordan because it's he's nothing the shoes and nothing before the guy comes in the shoe is what the quote was in the movie something like that 92 (laughs) percent on rotten tomatoes 98 audience Ah. 98 oh fandango score i don't know why that's popping up where metacritic usually is but uh, 7 8 on imdb (laughs) so high uh high scores all around and i think i said it already it's ben affleck directing who's made, uh, surprisingly, lots of good movies. I didn't know he was such a good director. I mean, he's my favorite director than actor. He's made uh, Gone Baby Gone. He's made yep. The Town, uh, Argo, something else. I don't remember. I saw another, a fifth, the first, fourth film. The first one that they he did with uh, Matt Damon. But he wrote that. This is uh, directing. Oh, he didn't direct that? No, he... Uh, who directed that? Gus Van Sant? Sant? Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't remember who is him or... Well, but it's actually speculation. Someone said that, like, Kevin Smith wrote and directed it secretly, but uh, it's all kinds of stupid stuff. Um, Because the the, the speculation is that they didn't write it, because, like, then they didn't write anything as a team, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, forever. And then they Mm -hmm. wrote uh, The Last Duel, which is an awesome movie. So, go watch The Last Duel. Um, I I was lukewarm on going to see this. I figured it would get good reviews and be a well-made movie, but uh, I didn't know how much interest I had. Did you have any interest going into this? It was my pick. I sent it to you and said I would like to do air when it comes out. Yeah. So why? Yeah, that's right. You sent a small list, and this was what made it. So why? Why air? I think because it was a small list, and the other things that were coming out at the same time were things that I wasn't sure about. Although I think the Mario thing, uh, I kind of slept on a little bit. Um, the rest of the, what well, the rest of the things in the genre were like not all that interesting to me. So I thought this is, you know, Affleck and you know Matt Damon. This could work. So 
that's we why. should be talking i'm just gonna say this right now we we should be talking about john wick i just saw that the second time and no no, no. of my other three co-hosts will watch john wick and to everyone who wants I'll, to hear that i'll, I'll just, watch i'll watch john wick we'll do it oh please i know you're afraid of the dog but the, <laughs> I, I promise no dogs die in john wick 4 at all so there you go okay. there's a dog in it but it, that'll keep, keep you safe spoiler the dog is not killed so or hurt mm-hmm. does the dog get hurt well Come how on. bad is her like it's, <gasps> the dog is fine the dog the dog <laughs> emerges triumphant okay. i'll spoil the dog's piece but uh <laughs> i would feel better if the is, dog got all the uh you know retribution but air is okay, in theaters now as is yeah. as is john mcbore which you should see <laughs> uh but if you have uh any interest in seeing it that's where it is and we are going to spoil it here now so in the 1984 we're at nike and apparently back then not such a hot company they were third behind converse and adidas it looked like it's kind of how it was framed especially mm-hmm. in the basketball shoe division uh, Nike was seen as a running shoe. They're not cool. The the people who like basketball shoes are not going to want Nikes. And uh, so they're looking at the sneaker division. And our main character, Sonny, is like, uh, he's like a, a specialty marketing kind of guy specific to, he knows very, he's a very niche job where he specifically, yeah, specifically needs to find the player to advertise their shoes for. And they have or a players. small budget. He what? Yeah. Or players. Because they're players, actually looking yeah. for more than one player, yeah. Right, and like, you know, how it is with most players when they do endorsement deals, you get a couple and then they do the, they endorse your thing. Whereas uh, uh, this this guy gets a novel idea after watching some uh, Michael Jordan tape, a uh, specific play that he kind of goes on about, mm-hmm. uh, that he is such a believer that this guy is the next big thing, not just the next big thing, the biggest thing, eclipsing all other things. That he would make a giant bet on his career and every all their money and everything to bet that Michael Jordan is going to transcend basketball and their shoe division. And thus, we will build a shoe around the player as, as opposed to a player selling a shoe. Oh, what a novel idea. So uh, the movie is about him trying to do that. And, uh, and uh, now we will tell you what we thought of it. So, uh, Mama mm. K, what did you think of Air? Oh, that was like the only thing that was a little bit unbelievable about this movie is that he did really focus on this one play i mean this guy's job was nothing but throwing in vhs tapes uh that's what we used to watch before dvds um vhs tapes into the player and just watch players over and over and over again he also scouted like high school basketball teams and he you know he he was really he was joe basketball for all intents and purposes especially in beaverton oregon um but how he focused on just this one play that happened during uh, Michael Jordan's high school career. I look like, I think it was his freshman year of college. So like he was like, yes, he was 18. So yeah, he was like a no, yeah, not like a main guy on the team. They had other, they had other NBA caliber guys playing his upper class. And if you look at him, he's, I mean, he's a tall guy, but he's not the tallest guy and he's not the biggest guy. Yeah. He doesn't stick out. No, he doesn't stick out, and I don't think, and he didn't even go first in the draft, so he was third in the draft behind two other players that I can't think of right now. 
Um, they, at least one of them was Barkley might have been in that draft, but I don't remember. Yeah, Charles that. Barkley. And and it's funny because they talk about him a little bit. And he boy, did he like live up to the fact that, yeah, we don't want to get Barkley. He's He's got issues. Um, so I did make a good joke that no one's going to want to see Barkley on TV. And he's literally the, like one of the commentator guys the now. Place. Yeah. Yeah. But as a basketball player, he became a, a, li- a especially a little bit later in his career, a little bit of a liability. So um, that he couldn't really keep his mouth shut and was getting fined left and right. Um, but apparently Nike actually doesn't care about getting. Yeah. Fined. They do not we'll care about fines. Later. Yeah. So that was the only piece that I was like, how did he get that from this little piece? I mean, they show it over and over and they tell you the why of it. And I get that. Okay. Yeah. We have to have something where this guy actually was like, okay, this is the linchpin and this is who we're going to go for. So it's kind of, I mean, that's a fun piece where you're like, why would he think that this kid, you know, Michael Jordan was going to be this guy. So, um, but as as a as a movie oh my gosh it was so much fun it was it was like oh. learning all about it's like learning all about shoes basketball everything all over again it's not like basketball wasn't a big deal before then but really i mean i think people he, michael jordan felt felt like one of the players that really transcended like everybody loved michael jordan not everybody loved kareem abdul jabbar not everybody loved I think James Worthy was in that class too, actually, now that I think about it. Um, you know, not everybody loved, you either liked Magic Johnson or you liked Larry Bird, you know, but I, don't know, I feel like nobody had a bad thing to say about Michael Jordan once that all started happening. So uh, I was really interested to see where where this movie, how this movie is going to play out because I had no idea about the impetus of this. Um Nikes too before like in the 70s when they first I don't know when they first came out but when they first started becoming a popular running shoe people called them Nikes like they didn't even call them Nikes it's sort of like there was there was a <laughs> I was going to ask you if there was some sort thing. of old people thing that that people that we wouldn't get from like someone who lived totally. in this time like <laughs> yeah it was like they were Nikes you know and then it became a big deal and they were for long distance runners and lo- I remember growing up and when you know, the kids in you know, on the long distance team in high school and college would be like, you know, Beaverton, Oregon is like the mecca of life because of Nike. So it's like, <laughs> this is so crazy. Nike. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of things I really liked about this movie um, and, and including the soundtrack, which was very heavily 80s oriented. Um, so, yeah, I we can talk more about a lot of different things. I think uh, I've noticed Ben Affleck makes pretty competent movies of all the genres, and they're like like three and a half, four stars. And I don't really remember a whole lot about the specifics in a year or so. Like they're never on my top tens. I want to say Argo, The Town, and Gone Baby mm-hmm. Gone. Like people, people like all those. I think those are all well received movies. And I, I don't think it's on anyone's top ten ever. You know, and uh, this fits very cleanly in that. It's a very good three and a half, four star movie that I you know it, I probably won't think of been about again ever um there's not like stuff that stands out super hard but as a watch when you're watching it very enjoyable very smooth uh yeah and uh i liked the business i just like the businessy story i liked learning about converse and and adidas nike like i like that like what was it like 40 years ago and then knowing where those companies are now like oh well i mean nike's the clear winner out out of those three like it's not particularly close um I, yeah, I like learning about all that kind of stuff, and uh, 
there's choices in here that I'm I I think were like tough choices, but right choices. Um, and you yeah, mean it's, cinematically. Yeah, and the storytelling wise, like the I think the biggest mm. one off the top of the bat. Michael Jordan's a big part of this document or documentary, <laughs> this movie, and uh, <laughs> it feels like he's, it. he is not only not really in it, he's made they try their best to not include an actor playing Michael Jordan. Whenever yeah. an actor is in there playing Michael Jordan at you know twenty years old or whatever he's supposed to be facing away from the camera, we see him kind of from far away shots. But even even then, we don't loom on him like he's this figure. We're pretty much just regularly focused on the parents as representatives of the Jordans. So right. it, and I was watching. I'm like, that's a choice. You have to, and you have to choose. Are you going to put Michael Jordan in your movie about not about Michael Jordan, but he's like. Uh, you know, a piece, of, such a piece of it, but like, it's, he, you know, he's a 20 year old kid. He probably wasn't super involved in the, you know, all this part. So everything that was happening to him. Yeah. It was yeah, happening to him, not with him. Like, you know what I mean? He wasn't in charge of that. I think that's a tough, a really tough call. And it's tough to, to cast so, like yeah. a Michael Jordan, but I think it's the right move. Did you, what do you think? I mean, looking back, I think it's the right move. While it was actually happening in the movie, I found it very distracting to not be able to see. I would it's distracting rather, in the meeting. I feel <laughs> when like they actually all in the meet. Me- yeah, I think that was the most distracting part. Was that you know we're seeing him like off to the side, like he's looking for a sandwich or something. You know, like and I, that's, it's like they make a he's not point. Involved. He's always turned his head, looking at the art in the walls. Yeah, or, yeah looking somewhere. Like yeah, they. Like I said, it's a painstaking effort to not show any part of his face at all. But I think it's a good call because the movie, I mean, not that the movie is not about Michael Jordan, but it's, it's about the process of what happened here and how it changed the face of how, um, athletes and other people are, you know, make money when they do these endorsement deals, um, by, by taking, if you put an actor in the Michael Jordan spot whether it's a known actor or an unknown actor, the movie all of a sudden becomes the actor who's playing Michael Jordan. Like he's yeah, Tom Cruise. It's the thing. Yeah, exactly. It's the thing. So it's an annoyance for me and I'm not sure that they could have done it any better, but I did find it annoying. And I think we hear him speak once maybe in the meeting he makes a noise or something i don't know it's <laughs> they really do like a weird adr line or it's like a gen- generic young black man oh yeah okay like he's just something like that like okay, right. that doesn't, like it doesn't sound like michael jordan it's just like it's like a plug right. i'm like all right whatever i guess that's fine <laughs> and uh, who knows michael jordan i'm sure it didn't sound like michael jordan at 18 so you yeah, maybe know, that, that was that actual actor's voice but I, again i that I, I, they made a very clear point not to maybe there's a cut where right. he is in it and he's the guy that cast is so bad they just don't they just had to cut all the way around and they're like it's impossible we can't well do you know the story about this guy making this movie about this that he didn't he had all of this idea to do all of this and could not uh this was hinging on whether or not michael jordan would say yeah let's do this let's make this movie and it wasn't happening like and who was the guy who was the like is this is written directed by the writer people the writer. It's the right, okay. yeah, the writer of the movie. Yeah, Alex Convery. Yes, yeah. There was a story that I just read in Variety about it that he was. People were like, "Dude, this is what are you writing? This is never going to happen because you're never going to get Michael Jordan to sign off on this. Like, this is too big of a story." That so they got to uh, sign off on this. Ben Affleck so. and Matt Damon to sign off of it. That that'll that'll get you enough money to make it. 
Yeah, I, right. I, I didn't think that with these two at the helm that there were funding was going to be an issue. So, um, yeah. So when you're talking, that's that's the only thing that kind of the two. I guess now there's two things that bother me about the movie. The one where you know it he had only that one little space to really be like Michael Jordan's going to be the thing, and then we never see him. Then <laughs> we never see Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's completely cut out, and I'm looking at like the. The little behind the scenes beforehand, like, oh, like, is, because, yeah, he's, is it on purpose because they didn't get his permission? But no, apparently Jordan met with Affleck right. beforehand and everything was cool, got a blessing. Uh, the Viola Davis casting was his idea, which, I mean, that's kind of, a, if you're him, why wouldn't you do something like that? And she's like, I just want the best actress to play my mom. Yeah, <laughs> to play like, my mom. They're like, okay, we'll give you the best Oscar actress nominated. to play your mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's exactly. fine. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. then uh, he personally requested that uh, Howard White, who is the Chris Tucker character, be included in the movie and like have part of the storyline because apparently they're very close to this day. So, that's oh, that's the, the Chris Tucker character. Yeah, I guess that's why that because he's like he's like a VP or something. He's like yeah. Sonny's friend in this, but also somehow still related to everything. And I think it's right. not. Other than Sonny or Matt Damon character, who like, I'm not like a Matt Damon fan like, really at all. I think he's kind of bland actor man. And this is like the closest thing to like uh, him enveloping a role. But I mean, it's not super outside his comfort zone. But at least I'm like, I believe this is a different guy. Usually he's just bland actor man to me. Yeah. Uh, what about Ben Affleck, though? What do you feel uh, like him playing Phil? I mean, what was like that was. I was fine. I thought it was like I just saw him in the last duel, and he was like a cartoon character. So this is like, yeah, he can be this this guy. It's, it's, it's all right. Would you find him distracting? I was just gonna say, from somebody who lived through the eighties, it was distracting for me because I was like, my God, this guy. I'm embarrassed because yes, this is what we looked like, but it wasn't oh, distracting <laughs> for you. No, I'm a figure, I thought he looked like what I imagined he would look like in the 80s. <laughs> just kind of bad. <laughs> like People just look bad in that decade. I've seen all the old pictures. Like, so bad. You, you all I look mean, like you, you, nothing fits right. It's it's like bright, but then like dark in the wrong spots. And you all look 40 when you're in your 20s. Why are you all so old looking? <laughs> It, yeah, everyone the, was wearing terrible jewel looking. tones and parachute pants, and it was awful. It was sort of like, let's experiment with everything and then go back to regular clothing. Like, yeah. Even our jeans look bad, and they look like just like the ones in the movie. Like, there were these really, like, you know, super high-waisted... Yeah, terrible. No, people awful. appropriately look bad in this movie. I think they get that right. Or like, <laughs> like the Nike people, because all the the other shoe brands are shown as like these like prestigious, like giant, opulent boardrooms, and theirs is like this little like dinky, like looks like a FedEx store kind of place. Yeah, I was just gonna at. say like, it looks like a distribution, a small distribution center of some sort. Yeah, kind of Dunder uh, Mifflin-y looking. Like it doesn't look like a, <laughs> the other two look like corporate, yes. and like this. Yeah, this place is like a little dump. Um, yeah. Other yeah. people, as yeah, so the other people in this, I was saying, uh, other than Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman's character, Rob Strasser, is like another oh, like yeah. side guy. Chris uh, Messina is playing the asshole man, the asshole agent man. Um, oh to, yeah, to good good effect, I would say. Um, yeah. What else? I think we that got? was super appropriate. 
Are there any other, any other main people on the Oh, show? yeah. There's the guy who makes the shoe. Don't forget about him. Oh, yeah. Megan Shoe Man, who apparently the real guy died right before this came out. So, all right. I know. That's sad. Yeah. He's an intense character. It was interesting. Yeah, that's but, the thing. Like, so, watch. Go ahead. Well, the guy who makes the shoe. So, he's basically just the shoe designer at Nike. And he, you know. He winds up making the shoe and it's great. But even beyond that, he also comes up with the logo that is still in use, the Air Jordan logo of Michael, the silhouette of Michael Jack Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, um, you know, with the ball. And I'm like, this guy, man, he's the thing. He's the shit. Like <laughs> did that logo when the uh, Air Jordan wouldn't have taken off that the logo? Yeah. So he created that as well. Later on, after you know, after they got the shoe and blah blah blah, um, but that became well, you know, the Air Jordan brand. They said they were expecting like three million in sales or something, and they sold one hundred sixty-two yeah. mil. I'm just trying to think of like like because I I work at like your know, finance at a company, and I'm just thinking about like what would happen if like our company all of a sudden accidentally made. <laughs> <laughs> like fifty times, fifty times what we were supposed to make on something. Like I, I'm just like I can't even like wrap my brain around what would happen. Like how like oh my god, it's like, yeah. Insane. Especially if that division was circling the drain. I mean, because that's what was happening at Nike is that the basketball shoe basketball shoe division was pretty much circling the drain. They weren't really giving it the proper funding. I don't think uh, compared to other things because they were really kind of content with just being the running shoe. Um, and I they think weren't they going to put money into something else i like their play showing the other two companies too because they show they show converse mm-hmm. as like the i'm on top uh, sitting comfortably businessman and i like like they felt like a sears to me where i'm like this thing clearly is on the top right now and is going to not care to adapt ever and in real life of course they did not and then uh adidas is like the company that was like always great but they have turmoil at the top because someone died. I'm like, ooh, that's another story I'd like to hear. The fall of, like, the not the fall of Adidas, but, like, the, the fallout of that guy. I'm like, it's another, another nice corporate movie I could watch because I'm Yeah, less... it feels like Succession. That's And I think that's part of why, maybe, maybe that's why I was liking it. It was a succession mood. But I just like the corporate the corporate fights and, like, the it's nice that it's basketball. It's something moderately interesting, at least I'd... I believe it's playoff time now, so I am back on watching basketball. It's hard to watch a season, 82 games, too many to care about. But knowing, yeah, you know, a once lot. a playoffs, then there's consequences. But uh, yeah, it's like interesting topic. But I think like the part that works for me the most is like all the like the politicking and maneuvering and all of the small little long shot choices the guy has to make here and there. And then there's like the big thing at the end with, or not the end, but like, the 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 rule breaking thing after the right. unthinkable deal has happened because you know Jordan doesn't want Nike he wants Adidas uh, and but he's willing to sign with Nike because the the Matt Damon speech moved him maybe or because the other people sold him uh, but really it's because he wants a piece of the shoe he wants right. uh, the cut which is like unheard of not just like it was like especially back then but even like now like player deals where you get revenue share is not always like you need to be special to get that privilege. Right. That's, not, that's not normal. Uh, so right. the, and the it, unthinkable and I mean, it, it paid off clearly for all of them, but like that, uh, just thinking about that too, I was like that these, these corporate decisions are like, they're crazy. Like it's, it's, uh, it, it worked for me. It just makes you think though, that, that you know, it, 
I don't want to, because because Michael Jordan's a big dude. He makes a lot of money. He's worth a lot of money. And you're like, you feel like the little guy won here, right? Even though yeah, it's not. But there's no, the but they're all big guy. guys. Yeah. Yeah, they're all, they're all big guys. But, you know, even if you get a percentage and a half or whatever of sales and it's $162 million the first year, that seems okay. Yeah, <laughs> Plus no, your $250,000 and your Mercedes, because that was, you know, that was going to happen. Um, it's just the thought that, like, that's what they're expecting and, like, no one else, they're, like, people wear Air Jordans still today. I don't know. What's the next yeah. most popular uh, Yeezys? I mean, you can't wear those anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to think of another. No. An, another I can famous... tell you what the next most, most popular shoe is. Okay. They're Crocs. No, I mean. <laughs> well, I'm not. Ray, okay, because. Ray Croc from McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. So we went to the movies. It was an evening movie. So we got out at like 9, 930, whatever. It was a pretty mixed audience. And I was specifically after the movie sitting there watching the people come out of the theater and what kind of shoes they wore. Because I thought, that's interesting. Let's see how this translates, right? Uh, a heavily male audience and mostly, you know, probably teenage to 30 year old kind of um, audience. There was one set of Converse worn by a girl. There were. 11 pair of Adidas, two pair of Nikes. What? Eight pair uh, of Crocs. Eight? <laughs> I've, oh, wait, 11 Adidas, really? They're still, that, they're still that high up. Yeah, it was a lot. It was like, I was very surprised because, and the thing is, is that, you know, Adidas has a lot of, that's the thing is like Adidas has a lot of different brands and a lot of different looks and, and Nike does too sort of but you can still always tell a nike shoe you know what i mean even if it's an air monarch you can tell i, say, I wear nike, nike i like nike air monarchs. <laughs> and it's not just the swoosh it's the way the shoe looks like the shoe looks like a it looks like a nike shoe so um this were air yeah monarch i was instead like of air jordan i would have i would have maybe like this movie even more. i know do we yeah do we now make a follow-up movie about the monarchy because yeah air two the monarchy Starring a golden retriever, perhaps. I don't know who popularized the Air Monarch. Dads with long I don't know, but I felt like I needed to know after that movie, though, because Air Monarchs do play a big part in our family. So um, that many Adidas's, I'm surprised, and that few Nikes, wide, comfy. I have a pair of Adidas. Really, I can't. The last Adidas thing I think I own is a soccer cleat. Like, and I haven't played soccer in (laughs) twenty years. Well, (laughs) yeah, most people Adidas. They, you know, they have. It's the active wear that's what they're that's what they're wearing so you just put on a even now all terrain <laughs> yeah so i thought that was a really interesting i said that to your dad i was like so i've just been watching while i've been sitting here waiting and uh yeah this is so in may in maine with the, the movie going crowd adidas still remains on top with crocs coming in close behind yeah adidas and crocs and and a lot of different color Crocs, not like, you know, I think there was a rainbow Croc and there were some, there were like two or two white Crocs, I think. And I think that's, that's somehow that's, something right now. I don't know what. But. strange. I guess my more point was like, what, who's that? Like there's Air Jordan, that's Michael Jordan's shoe. 
Uh, what's yeah. the next most famous person who's just? Oh, like, I understand. Here's their I famous shoe. The I, they're, 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 Croc is not the answer. Like, it, it, I, I think it's. <laughs> is it not Yeezys? I stand by Croc. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know. Do any? Do, yeah, I guess so. I mean, because people still collect that stuff, right? Well, you, if I, you if still I, collect Yeezys. I say Yeezy, and you know what I'm saying. Who's a shoe that I, yeah. I would say they're the shoe brand, and you know what I'm saying. I, I can't even think of another. Yeah. Other than, like it's Air Jordan and nobody. It's just like it's it's it, pretty still much to this day. He's yeah. like there's no who are the other goats of of their sports. There's no Tom Brady. He has like a health diet thing, but like TB12 yeah, is not the same as yeah Air Jordan. Uh, no, what else? Hockey Wayne Gretzky. I feel like he doesn't no. do anything. Uh, no, there's really nothing. Tiger Woods not doing as hot as he once eh. was in general. Yeah, no. I mean, and Michael Jordan's cons- been retired from basketball for how long now? It's been a while. These dudes like so. sixty, I think. Is yeah. Is uh, <laughs> there a consensus goat of baseball? Like there is, like because I just said all those other guys. I don't think mm. most people would argue with any of them being the goats of their sports. Yeah, like forever and ever baseball. Well, you're talking about like you know Yogi Berra or something like that. You're talking about somebody from the okay. 50s. Well, let's talk like Joe, Joe fifty years, sixty years. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, Cal Ripken, maybe. I don't even know who that is. I don't know. This, I don't know baseball things. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah, it's just a bad sport. I don't know. Sport. I, I, I think that it's crazy to think that people still get super, super, super hype. I mean, especially the collectors get super hype when new Jordans are coming out. You know, it's, it's, and they can't keep them on the shelves. So anyone who collects any of that kind of stuff, I don't, I don't get hardcore collecting like that. There's stuff I like like to accrue, but it's more like if I come across it and it's like a good deal or it's like a good story. Like I don't, I don't feel the need to accrue new things that are just made. Like just because there's a few of them made, it's still made in just like a conveyor belt line. Like it's not like it's like there's a story behind it that's interesting. Yeah, I guess, but sometimes don't you get hype about like when you know a movie's coming out? It's the same kind of thing. You can't, you're not going to own the movie, obviously, but no. But I mean, you know in I mean? that case, it's literally a story, and also I can see whatever movie it is. There's a chance I will see it for a dollar or two. Like it'll shake out to <laughs> a, an hour of my uh, two hours of my subscription time, or it'll be part of my twenty dollar a month movie pass thing. Like. I, it, it'll yeah. cost me no, it'll cost me literally nothing but time whereas like everything else is like i don't I'm paying three hundred dollars for a new shoe because there's only a thousand of them because like what like this is probably only a thousand are of you a lot kidding of things. it's all about clout i mean people the you know a lot of life is about clout especially with a certain you know uh, age of people and so if you you know you're if you've got them and you're you can afford them even if you can't afford them and you've got them it's like you know you're the head. I guess if you're like a you're the, if you're like a flipper, it's like an investable investable market, then I could maybe yeah, I would watch that movie. I feel like you can't do that right. I feel like you can't do that anymore because they're so expensive to start with. You know, you have to have quite the bankroll. And art has even uh, ebbs and flow in valuation too. There's sometimes where art starts to inflate again and then in hard times it's worthless or not worthless but you can get nice stuff yeah i don't know i feel like art's gonna have a real dip at some point because people who really invest in it and enjoy it are kind of aging out so 
Well, do you recommend you uh, Air Jordans instead of Art? Do you recommend? I do Air recommend Air. Yeah, I recommend it. I want people to see it in the theater, and I do want them to also do the shoe count because I think that that's a really interesting thing. I wish I did. I wonder if Crocs are only here because if Crocs are only here, that I don't see it's a... nearly as many Crocs as you just <laughs> you just described an audience that's about forty percent Croc. That seems high. I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's. I don't see them in my everyday life. Like I work in the city and in in the biggest city in the state where I live, and I do not see Crocs on a regular basis down there. This is definitely a teenager to 20 year old kind of thing that's happening right now it's comfy wear like people wear like comfortable things especially younger people like yeah you only go out to look good if you're like specifically going out to look good otherwise like there's no point in looking at anything but crappy yeah yeah I recommend Air as well. Yeah, I recommend Air. Yeah, I think that I think people should see this. I think Air is exactly a Ben Affleck movie, which is a three and a half to four star movie (laughs) with some mild levity, competently told, and you'll probably forget about it, and it won't be on any top ten lists anywhere. But you know, you'll have a nice time watching it. It's uh, it's like, but it's not, it's not like a, not like a murder mystery too. Just was right. It. uh, uh, me speaking to it 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 doesn't feel lazy or cynical it feels like it tried to do something it it, it tells its story entertainingly and though disposable it clearly has more of a shit given about it uh two recommends it's based on a true thing so there's there's kind of it was not as lazy it it had care someone tried to tell a story two recommends for air and yeah. uh, that means what do we have coming up? I don't know. I feel like May's got some big stuff. Sounds like John Wick, actually. So that would be nice. I would love that. I would love an excuse okay. to see it again. I I'll was give after it, this I'll, movie. Give it, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. This one, this one stopped, and I checked show times for John Wick at the theater. I'm like, yes, it started like an hour ago at like a theater next, like the, the theater next to it. Like I get to catch the last two hours now because it's a almost three hour movie. But oh, it's so oh. good, so wonderful. Oh. It doesn't. Okay. It feels. It doesn't drag at all. It drags about as much as RRR did, maybe less. Oh, okay. I can it do moves. that. It's good stuff. I think like Guardians yep. is coming. Um, yep, Guardians are do- is are, coming. Are we doing Marvel still? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm not so super said about, excited about it. I was like, yeah, but Kang's in it. But then I was like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, but it's Guardians. I'm like, yeah, but uh, like, is that good enough? Like, I don't know. I thought I thought I told myself I wouldn't. I thought I told myself I was done. Well, you let me know because if you're if you're down, I'll go see it. So Fat, well, it's either that or probably you know Fast Ten. Yeah, Fast Ten. There was a bunch of previews that didn't. I don't know that didn't hit with me at all. The Flash. At this movie. So. Mm-hmm. Return of Michael Keaton, Batman, from the Flash movies. No, that wasn't it. I don't remember what they were. That's how. That's how good they. Came across as films with women in my life. Uh, oh, what was it? <laughs> Chevalier. Michelier. Chevalier. That's coming out. Oh, Chevalier. <laughs> yeah. Michelier. I'm like, what the hell is that? Chevalier. <laughs> yeah, we could do Chevalier. I could probably watch that. Possibly. Uh, if you have yeah. things to recommend to us, so we don't have to watch some of those other things I said. Films with the women in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore podhost. And you can email the show filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thanks for being on for air, Mama K. You are welcome. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your
Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.